Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me, who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. And welcome back to the next episode of Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. Today, guys, had an incredible guest on the show. Uh, a really good friend of mine now, his name is Rex, who is the founder and CEO of MA Legal, uh, also a podcast host, uh, and has had a lot of his content featured on some pretty respectable and uh, global platforms. But one thing that I really took away from our conversation just now is his his groundness, his humbleness, his gratitude, his appreciation uh, for what he does. And, and you can tell he's a really well-rounded lawyer, more than that business person, even more than that just human being. Uh, and you'll pick up on that. You'll see it, you'll hear it if you're watching or listening right now. Um, you're going to really pick up on those little key subtle moments where you can see that he really does genuinely care about people, hence why he's got incredible results in what he does. Uh, and we really, I wanted to get a lot of out, a lot out of him around, you know, where we've been through these last two years of what COVID has brought, what the future looks like, and what you really need to do to prepare for what might come into the future. You know, touch wood, we're all positive and uh, and being optimistic that we're going to get some really, you know, clear run now into the for the rest of the year uh, and into the future around lockdowns and restrictions or whatever may be. So I wanted to really dive into him and say, look, what happens if this does happen? What happens if we go into this scenario? Uh, how can business owners, how can people getting into business, how can everyday people, whether even if you're an employee, what can you do to prepare and more, most importantly, protect yourself in this unlikely event of what we've been through? But an incredible, incredible, incredible conversation. Um, learned some cool things early on with Rapid Fire, which you're all very aware of. Uh, and I wanted to get as much out of him as I could to make sure that you guys can take a lot away from it too. So enough from me. Enjoy this incredible episode. I'm going to throw it to the show now. Rex, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for making some time to be here this afternoon. Jamie, absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on your show. I know you're a bit of a, well, you're in the process of launching a second podcast. You're an experienced podcaster. Uh, you know how it all rolls. Um, so I'm glad that you're here. Uh, and I'm really excited to to go through this episode, for me personally, I've got a few things that I want to touch on from a legal side. Uh, but then you, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, your personal journey just before we hit live, um, you know, around the health and wellness. So I want to see how that ties into work for you, how you get that balance and harmony in life to really do what it is that you're doing. Another question I have is how did you build such an incredible social following as well? So that's- <laughs> I don't know if I have that, but working on it. Working on it. You've done it. You've got a great job. So, but hey- First thing that we do, which is stock standard here on the podcast, is rapid fire. Quick questions, quick answers. There's about 15 of them. 15. All right. Nervous. Let's do it. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Favorite song right now? Right now? Oh, I'm still old school. So anything Swedish house mafia gets me out of oh, bed. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I they've like just that. started launching the reunion stuff. So they've got like five new songs out at the moment. I like it. That's not really old school. I want that like five, eight. Yeah, yeah. Eight years was their last reunion, like their last show before they split up, but they've kind of just got back together. I like that. I like that. The, re the, the like, like I think last year they did the Friends re reunion. I think it gets more attention than everything else. True. <laughs> you know? It's true. It's a marketing ploy. I like that. What's your favorite movie? 
Uh, Guy Ritchie movies. Anything Guy Ritchie. Uh, Anything Guy, Guy Ritchie. Ritchie in it. I'm a big fan. It's always You're twisted. A lot of humor. <laughs> yeah. True, true. Favourite book? I'm a lawyer, so don't judge me, but John Grisham books I seem to get into. Um, they make some good movies out of them too now. Is he like a fellow lawyer? Is, it, is that fiction? He's, or? A, he, he's written the firm, like, um, for a number of the Hollywood movies about lawyer movies okay. based on books he's written. Ah, there you go. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. What's your favorite color? Blue. 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 What's your go to? Uh, true. Because <laughs> it's striped. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what's your go to meal? Uh, at the moment, fish or steaks, meats. If, you, if it was non-diet related, you could just eat whatever you wanted. What I would wish be that it? was the case. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. I Pizza. like it. Favorite TV show? Uh, Entourage. Yes. How good is that show? Not many people say that. that. I think I've only had that answer like once on like the nearly 80 episodes. Not like interviewing the right people. That's what it is. True. I'm going to find more Entourage people. I like it. Um, first job? Worked in the gym. Worked in the gym. Gym. Who was... Your biggest celebrity or sporting idol growing up? Shaquille O'Neal, because he's the mm. biggest. <laughs> <laughs> or Arnold? To- oh, Arnie, yeah, everyone loved Arnie and Pumpkin Iron. How good Shaq doing now? Like, he's everywhere. Shaq is still good, yeah. He's, he's- coming to Australia this year, apparently. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. But uh, he's on every TV commercial. He's part of, like, every brand. He's, he's, he's a, a very giant. smart man. He's not the most... Attractive person, in the world. oh, definitely not. He's definitely yeah. got the name, it's the yeah. name, you know, Shaq. Um, I like it, it's like Jamie, Rex, totally just equally as I think on the same level, Jamie and Shaq. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your pet hate? Uh, people who talk down to people, we're all equal. I don't like totally. people that you know, because whatever reason they think they're better, better. Mm. And you, I'm only assuming you might see that a fair all bit all the time. In your uh, in your field of work, absolutely. Yeah. Are you more Short of a book? Syndrome. Yeah, I think it's an Australian thing. It's almost like that whole you know tall poppy syndrome where it's like you know do good but not amazingly well. You know, yeah. Or the ones that do good and they feel like they can go to a coffee shop and talk down to a, a waitress mm. or a waiter. Mm. Well, that waitress or waiter could be going for university. It's going to be as equally as good or whatever. Exactly. Or exactly. well, you, you don't know. You don't even know who that. They might be a multi millionaire who's just like you know what, I want to work and serve some coffee. You know, I like, I like it, it. But yeah. Uh, book or audiobook? I like to say book, but I only read when I'm away on holidays, which unfortunately is never often enough. So audiobooks. <laughs> Especially these last two years, definitely no no yeah. holidays, that's for sure. Are you more of a summer or winter? Summer. The vibe in summer. Everyone's oh, out and about. Smiles, totally. Yeah. I like snowboarding and, and winter sports. I don't mind winter, but Somewhere just got a different vibe around. Totally, there. totally. The energy in the air is just 10 exactly. times better. Uh, what is something that you haven't done that you really want to do? No, I set myself challenges, which we were talking about <laughs> earlier, every yeah. year. So something I haven't done, I, I try to find it to challenge myself to do it. So, yeah, don't know. This, well, at the moment, I'm doing this bodybuilding thing that I've talked totally. about. Well, what's, so, what's something like out, like something that you like one day, like, if all the stars align, I'd love to do that. I think, honest, if, if I have anything like that in my mind, I make sure the stars try to align. <laughs> yeah. And that's my goal. To- yeah, you make it happen. I like it. I like that attitude. I like it. Sum up your mindset in one word. Growing. Proudest moment personally and proudest moment professionally. Personally, I don't want to sound 
cliche, my daughter. Anything my daughter does is um, amazing. Um, she's only four, but still has okay. me wrapped around her fingers. Yeah. Uh, and professionally, I've been fortunate enough to do a lot of stuff in my professional life, but the, my proudest moment is when I've seen someone that, like one of my junior lawyers who I've trained, become something, or even go on and leave me. So I've had six mm-hmm. lawyers leave me and set up their own law firms. Uh, and that for me, not because not I want them to leave me, but when I see growth within my teams, it's Love very that. rewarding. Yeah, definitely. And that, that mindset itself there from like a leader as you to give your I'm team a, the confidence is never see, like never see that. Well, you know, I don't know if you it's do. a leader. I'll probably make it look like if, if this idiot can do it, I can do it. <laughs> no. Hey, you're doing something right for six of the, your team members to have the confidence to one, build the skills while working with you, then secondly, go and do it themselves. They're obviously doing something right. And I still try um, to help them. I still catch up with them, give them like little goals or some of them. Totally. And, yeah, totally. It's good. You never, like you say, you never know what the future holds. Never know. Um, and yeah, totally. Uh, tell us something that no one knows about you. No one knows about me. Um, I went out on my own and set up my own firm based on entourage and Ari Gold. <laughs> True story. I've still got to sign Ari Gold um, in my office, Ari Gold uh, photo. Yeah. If I, I know it said that it's based on a true character. Like, I don't know if it's that extreme. But Ari Emanuel be... is the guy that bought the UFC. He's got his own, um, it's, it's based on a true character called Ari Emanuel. Okay. But is he, is he that extreme as Ari Gold? Yeah. If you see stuff about him, he's pretty extreme. It's funny. You can't, like the actor that plays Ari Gold, I can't watch him in any other, Nothing. he's done a few other movies, but you just look yeah. at him like, that's not Ari Gold. Look what he's no. doing, man. Like, what are exactly. you doing? Where's your suit? Like, it yeah. doesn't make sense. And he's, <laughs> confidence and arrogance or and 100 yeah yeah there was one movie i watched and i was like what is going on i can't watch this movie at all anymore yeah uh third last question if you could choose to have lunch with any one person in the world you've got a two-hour time limit if they could be passed away or alive still who would it be and where would you have lunch ari emmanuel <laughs> <laughs> uh my two famous cities in the world are paris and new york so either of those two i like it second last question what was 10-year-old Rex like? Very mischievous when I was young. Yeah. I went to three different high schools and, and the like as well. So mischievous. I like it. I like Mis- it. Misguided. Misguided. I like it. Last question. Exciting <laughs> one. Who is your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero? I've got two. Uh, I like Batman because I like Batman. I think everyone does. And uh, every time there's a dress-up party, it seems like was Batman. <laughs> yeah. um, and but also Professor Xavier from X Men, like to be mm. able to control someone's mind, or it'll be yeah, a good task, a good skill. Rex, that's rapid fire. Congratulations. Oh, easy. Thank you. Yeah, I told you it was easy. You've done. You're in the ring last year. You can do this easy. Yeah. Some people like a lot of people. A lot of the guests actually. Like freak out a little bit. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my favorite color is. Like, what do you mean? It's like I'm sure you've known what it is since primary school. Um, well, you can change very, your favorite color. True, you can change it. You can change it. I like it. Guy Ritchie movies, though. I'm gonna uh, might have to put another one. I haven't watched one in a while, so I might have to. Uh, uh, he just slide played back into Wrath of Man. Have you seen Wrath of Man? Wrath of Man. He's got. Raph. Oh, I forgot his name. Wrath of Man. Wrath of Man. Really good movie. As in, like Raph, as in like Rafa, the, the tennis player Rafa? As in Raph. W-R-A-T-H. Raph. Oh, okay, That's his it. newest movie. And before that was Gentleman. I like it. 
Rex, like I said at the start, thank you so much for making the time and your crazy busy schedule. Um, Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, always, always. So like I said, podcast host on the Real Estate Renovators, you founded your own legal firm now and still operating that CEO there as well. A lot of your content has also been featured on some pretty you know, credible platforms like Forbes, Yahoo, New York Weekly. How did you, before I go there, hold on one second. What's been the, this is a question I've been asking a lot of my guests recently, last year as well. What's been the number one thing that COVID has lockdowns and restrictions in the last two years has taught you? Confidence of family and friends. In a way of like more time with them or uh, just their, their presence? How precious or- the time is. How precious the time is with, with your loved ones and your friends. Um, so, you know, you, you kind of take it for granted and you may skip over going out for Friday night drinks or whatever the case may be, but you need to, you know, really take in the time and enjoy yeah. those times. Agreed. Agreed. We have to spend, you know, more time with them than ever before. And it's, yeah. You realize oh, live with them, like, yeah. Or, or li- yeah, live with them and and it, it's yeah, it's it's it was next level these last few years. And was, yeah, I like that. It was challenging. Well, absolutely, on all on all aspects, professionally and yeah, in, in our personal lives as well. Mm. From from a legal standpoint, before I get into your journey, like what have you seen the impact of it being? I know there's so many different areas of like where it can impact, whether it be relationships or business or just people you know, mentally not being stable and then going and do silly things that normally wouldn't do. Where have you seen the biggest impact through the work that you do? Fortunately, we see it across the board. So number of family uh, divorces and the like has gone up. Domestic violence has gone up. Um, business partnership breakdowns has gone up. Mm. Um, mergers and acquisitions has kind of decreased. People aren't as confident to go out there and buy anything or if they're buying they're just buying at a rock bottom pricing so mm. it's it hasn't been a, a pretty sight uh and when you're going when you're helping your, your clients going through this journey you need to be yeah just as helpful as you can be because everyone is suffering in their own way yeah definitely yeah. and like pre-covid like pre-covid these things were obviously happening like they were normal you know everyday encounter account you know interactions but does it make it 10 times harder when you're trying to do it by Zoom, trying to people themselves aren't really straight down because they've got their minds everywhere. Like they haven't lost their job. They haven't got the money. The kids aren't going to school. They're trying to homeschool, trying to work from home. Like does, it, does that make it even harder? It made it so much harder. And still even to today, courts aren't open still. So we're having our court cases and our mediations oh, like wow. on Zoom. It's all on Zoom these days. So um, it's still feeling the impacts, but you're not having the homeschooling. So it's hard when totally. you're... Um, having a court case and you've got a four-year-old mm. running around the house or something. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And especially if, it's not going in, especially if it's not going in your favour, yeah. um, that's, that's probably not a good time either. I like it. Rex, how did you get into the legal game? Like, What made you, was it really Ari Gold? Like, I guess he wasn't really a lawyer, but was it the... No, I wasn't a lawyer. Ah, <laughs> I became a lawyer before Ari Gold. I set up my own firm because of him. Um, I became a lawyer to rebel. So I'm a Persian background and most of the... Persians are doctors. Um, my form of rebellion was to become a lawyer. Um, so straight from uni, I went and became a lawyer. So I was going to Monash University and did a double degree of commerce and law. And, you know, 17, 20 years Never later, back. here I am. Never looked back. Never did looked you back. always want to open your own firm? 
Initially, I didn't. I actually left law for a while. So I worked at various larger firms and then I left. So the last firm I was working at was a really nice high-end boutique firm in South Yarra. Represents three people in the, in the BRW Rich 100 list, which is really great exposure one-on-one of these people that um, do some amazing things. Um, they shared offices in the same building for fashion company that does um, designs for Sass and Bites, C4, mm, and some of the mm, larger mm. or more well-known brands around Australia. Friday night drinks. I was in my 20s, um, had blonde hair and blue contacts back then. Um, there's a blue. <laughs> yeah, there's a blue. Uh, and that turned to a job offer. And I got an Audi TT convertible at the time because of a signing bonus. And it was an amazing gig, I suppose. Um, international travel, Sydney, fashion shows around the places, different places of countries as well. Um, but, you know, it just wasn't my why and my then partner um well i found a partner i suppose and didn't think it was a good idea me traveling the world to for these fashion shows and stuff without her so Mm. that's when ma legal was born i like it i like it and did you did you have any experience did you have clients that were ready to go or did you just go like cold turkey like i'm doing it i transitioned so i did a bit more um plan strategic so i spoke to the firm i was working at and i knew i had an annual leave accrued i said look this is what my intention is this is what my plan is i still want to work and transition so i took one day of annual leave a week initially and worked one day in the firm four days at the fashion company day became a client as well and then transitioned down to like three two and then to a point where it's very um, smooth mm. yeah it was a smooth transition across so I like that. yeah it worked out really well Are you looking for that next book? Maybe something to help you take control and remove those barriers to ultimately see you achieve what you were destined for? Be Great, a book I wrote that dives deep into building the self-belief and mindset and also touches on the six key elements to achieving greatness. It's easy to consume and to take action on. Get your signed copy today at www.begreatthebook.com. And I guess from their perspective as well, it's like good on them as well for giving you the opportunity to do that. They could easily have just said yeah. no. No, you're in the. You're they could have. Yeah. If you want something bad enough, you find a 100%. way to make it work. negotiate the way through. I like it. Well, that's you your role, isn't it? That's your job when you get in there. It's like I'm going to negotiate True. the result. Yeah, I like it. We're result-driven stomachs. Oh, exactly right. Exactly right. And in what from there? Because the reason I want to like, I know a lot of my listeners they're predominantly early-stage business owners, so they could be within the first one to five years of business themselves yep. and it's and then there's also some people that are in that transitioning stage or in that process of i've got an idea of what do i do me personally yep. like I, I sort of went cold turkey i was like i got this idea i'm out did a little bit of a transition maybe like two or three weeks and then i was out yep so what have like what, what's your advice so obviously transitioning the way you did it worked really well do you see both ways working like I see so many different ways. I see people doing it on the side without letting their bosses know. Mm. And that causes issues sometimes. When it's a competing business to where they're working mm. at, you got to be mindful. You may have restraints incorporated into your employment agreement you don't know about. And then you're setting up your own side hustle. Um, and your boss finds out you've set up this side hustle whilst working for mm. him, and then you open yourself up to some litigation mm. and court action. So mm. you, you want to try to avoid that. So if you're going to do it, look at the restraints in your employment agreement and work around them. Just because there's a restraint, it doesn't mean you have to stick to it. 
Um, restraints are difficult to enforce, so there's ways to work around mm-hmm. um, and find some gray areas to work around. And nothing's ever black and white. Totally, totally. So be smart about it. But from, from a be smart about it. from a from a business and legal standpoint, yeah, follow that route. But from a like, what 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 is it? What do you think it takes personally? Like, like the willpower, the the mindset, the drive, the the why, like you mentioned, to yeah. to go from I have this job that I don't really like. It pays well, but I don't really like it. To I want to do my own thing in ecom, in fashion, in sports, in whatever. Like, what do you think it takes to go I from feel there like to there? Courage mm. and belief in yourself, because nine times out of ten, people don't do it not because the idea is not good enough or anything. They just drag their feet. They don't have the courage to take that first step. Mm. And anyone who's in business will always tell you that first step was the hardest. 100%. And yeah, you have to do hard work, but you, it pays off. Um, but a lot of businesses don't succeed because that person doesn't have the courage or they look for the wrong partners mm. to feel like, hey, if we do it all together, it's easier. Um, and I see that a lot where people will jump into partnerships or let's do this business together because they feel like they're going to get support mm. from the partners. Mm. And that's not necessarily the best way either. Mm. That's very true. I learned that the hard way. Very lucky that we, yeah. we didn't actually launch. Like we got all the way to like we're about to launch. And I was like, something doesn't feel right. Let's have a conversation. And then we, we didn't launch and we saved so much money. Because um, you may not have had the belief in yourself or the courage to take that step. Totally. And, and like you By said, yourself. it makes sense to say, let's do it together. We have fun. We're mates. We're friends. You know, you can bring this skill. I bring this skill. And we can hang out together all day. Yeah, that actually sometimes as friends is not the best thing to do because then you don't become, you're not friends anymore. You know, I think any friendship that starts in any sort of business, even if they're not friends, I can't suggest strong enough that any business, when you start off partners, make yourself uh, your set of rule book, Mm. your own rule book Mm. that talks about everything. What if some party, one party wants to leave? What if one party stops coming to work? How is profits distributed? Um, what if you want to introduce a new partner? Mm. Can they set up another business? Like, you want to have your entire rule book in place. And some of those questions are a little bit, you know, hard to swallow yeah, at the start. Very forward. They want yeah. to be open. Yeah, very forward. But if you be as open as and transparent as possible at the start, you avoid misunderstandings. Totally. When people are friends, they don't get into a fight because they've changed. It's a genuine misunderstanding. Mm. Therefore, well, I'm a business owner. I don't need to, don't need to work these many hours. Do, do, you see, do you see it often where, like, there's two friends that, and then there's, like, the partners get involved, which cause? All the time. <laughs> but once they have the rule, but that's what I'm about to say. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know at any stance what it is. Yeah. Let's go back and, and once you have your rule book, it runs so um, fluent. Mm. Forward Agreed. Because you, you never have to look at it. I hope it just collects dust. <laughs> You've signed off on it. You totally. know what is in on it. Totally. And you go, well, that's that's our rule. So partners can't get involved. And partners, I suggest partners get involved even in negotiation stages at some time. So everyone knows what the rules are. Mm, true. There's no, yeah, there's no blind sides. There's no like two, three years later. It's like, oh, but I didn't know that. Yeah, fair call. Cool. Yeah. Fair call. Cool. I like it. Some good good, good little knowledge there. So courage, you, you, you reckon like that's the main mm. Think so, or lack of planning, or they feel like you know what you said earlier, like your stars have to align. Yeah, I don't believe stars have to align. Mm. You can make stars. You can open the doors. Right to do it. So you know when you know one of your rapid fire question was, oh, if you could do anything, what would it be? If your stars align, 
my response was, well, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because I feel like you can do anything Agreed. you want. And Agreed. you can make your stars mm-hmm. align if you really mm-hmm. want it. Yeah, you can, you, you, can, you can create the opportunity, so to say, you to can. launch that business, to have that conversation, to jump on a podcast, to whatever yeah. it may be. It, it is, it, uh, you know what? I tend to agree that it's 100%. Why people start like businesses and they go out on their own and do their own thing when they've got a really good thing is it's 100% a, a mindset thing where you eliminate the doubt, eliminate the other people, go rebel against what you know, the, the, the normal journey is. Uh, and then you want to really create your own lifestyle, your own world. Trailblazer. You want to create your own destiny. Totally. Why mm. have someone else? And you know, people go, oh, you got less security um, being a business owner than you do as an employee. I say it's the complete opposite. Agreed. Because the business owner is the last person to get fired. Uh, the employees are going to get fired before you get fired. We're yourself. in 100% control of what we do. Being an exactly. employee, I'm not in control of what stocks the company buy, what happens in the media, what they do, anything. What jobs they get, what jobs oh. they don't get. But our perception is that security. Mm. Uh, I don't mm. know if it is. Um, True. And if you plan it properly and if we actually, of course. you know, plan ahead. Well, um, if you want to talk about security, look at these last two years. Like, unfortunately, the secure job isn't really a secure job at the moment. Yeah. You know. And even some of these, like, you know, gyms and fitness studios and like before COVID were booming businesses, coffee shops. 100%. Now, there's all the coffee shops in the city are empty. Um, you know. it's, it, it, is, it is scary, but I, and this is sort of where I wanted to go in with the, you know, we're sort of saying the city's closed and some of the restrictions that we've had to, you know, endure over these, especially here in Melbourne, obviously the most days in lockdown globally. Mm-hmm. Where does a business stand when it does come to these, you know, government enforced lockdowns, restrictions, mandates with vaccinations, like team, you know, your, your own employees, like what legs does a, a business have to stand on in this situation? I'm not saying that you should go against what they're saying or you should go for, but like, yeah, it's, it's a really, in my experience and what I've seen, it's really interesting and crazy to see the, extremes of how dedicated some businesses are and how they don't some businesses other businesses don't really care about what's happening i think it's the business owners the business owners can be either really adaptive um, and adapt to the changing environment around them and try to excel and go forward or they just give up it's a bit overwhelming Mm. for them so they don't do much with it they just put their head in the sand and wait for the storm to blow over Um, we've seen a lot of businesses excel and make a lot more money than ever before during this period because they've adapted with the marketplace yeah, yeah. with the adapted with the, it's a very changing it's still a marketplace out there people still have money of course and still want to spend um you know common example providor who knew about providor um and now it's a really booming business mm. because mm. They, it adapted it changed with the environment and uber eats has probably grown more than anything well exactly right I remember all those memes back in 2020. It was like it used to be lazy to order Uber Eats. Now it's like support local businesses <laughs> using Uber Eats. You know? I don't know if it's actually supporting local businesses because they take a very large percentage. Yeah, I, I heard it's quite – I've got a few friends who are you know, have got their, their, their restaurants and cafes on um, Uber Eats and they're like, yeah, it's not really that good. Um, but, hey, no. you know, they, they are providing an epic service, that's for sure, yeah. um, and an epic platform. So – what about moving forward, Rex? What do we have to look forward to as business owners or just let's start with business and then look at personal, like just in everyday life. 
from where this, you know, I don't want to talk about COVID too much, but that's obviously in everyone's mind at the moment, where it's going, what's happening. Is there things that are coming that we should be mindful of? Is there, you know, ways, not, not, not ways to get around, but ways to prepare and like be flexible and be adaptive early and catch on to it so you can be ready? Any business that, and look, businesses vary from distribution to service providers to, you know, hospitality, gyms, whatever the case may be. I personally don't think we're going to go into another lockdown. You've seen what ha- what's happened around the world yeah. over winter. And it's an election year for both federal and state. I can't picture anyone putting anyone into lockdowns in an election year. So I think we'll be safe. But I do think there'll be, you know, supply is going to be an issue. There's going to be issues that we're going to still see moving forward. Who knows what a different chain may come up mm. um, that could put us back into some sort of more restrictions. I don't believe full lockdowns, personally, anyway. Yeah, I agree. And I think any business can adapt with it and can pre-plan. So if you're a supply business and you're supplying goods, you can put, you know, provisions in your agreements, mm-hmm. your new agreements moving forward that provides for that, provides that, you know, if there's a situation like this, supply will be delayed. Um, or prices may vary. You know, most of these things can be contracted through. Employees, you can put provisions in there that your employment may be suspended or, um, you know, we might have to work remotely, reduced hours, whatever the case may be. You can just, I think you should be a bit more proactive mm. and be thinking ahead. And every business has its own risk points. And, um, you know, and look at your response. And you probably know better than anyone else what your response and your mm. business are. Mm. You felt them for the last two years. 100%. Instead of just going, hey, I'm just going to move forward and be exactly the same and hope it doesn't happen, I think you should be a bit more totally. proactive totally. about it. If you've got a coffee shop, you know, before you sign your renewal of lease, go, by the way, I want new clauses in my lease Absolutely. to cover um, in this, if we go for another lockdown. Uh, I know we've got government reliefs and the like from... Um, but they still have to pay it back at some stage. Of course. Of course yeah. So those rent <laughs> reliefs are great, but they're more band-aids and they're going to come to an end totally. at some stage. Totally, yeah. Um, so yeah. I feel like if I was, and I speak to business owners all the time, find what your touch points are mm. and try to plan ahead. How them. often can you add revisions to agreements? Is that like, can you do it whenever or do you have to give notice? It depends on the individual agreement. Normally, most agreements, for example, a lease or something like that, has a term. So you know, and yeah. you exercise a term and you renew it, and you can then try and negotiate yeah. debt. Yeah. You can also talk to landlords, especially now coming out of COVID. Most people are friendly, so they can negotiate something. Mm-hmm. With supply agreements, next time you supply someone saying our terms and conditions have changed, mm-hmm. this is our new terms and conditions. With employees, you can negotiate. You can negotiate at any stage, whether you get over it or not. Is a different story, story, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think most of the time you will, except for landlords of like likely to be the trickiest. Yeah, the hardest to work with. They've got you fixed on this. Yeah, okay, okay. So really, with team members, that was be my next sort of question. Especially coming now into we're opening up, there is that small chance of some restrictions. Maybe not a lockdown because I agree. I don't think we'll have lockdowns, but they might have some restrictions here and there. Hopefully not. Touch wood. Um, Hopefully not. You know, but when it does come to that. Should should really business owners like now be thinking shit? Worst case scenario, we have some restrictions. What do I need to be telling my team today? What do I need to be telling my supplier suppliers today? My customers and start putting those yeah. mechanisms in place today yeah. before it comes up tomorrow, mm. and then you 
try and negotiate something where people are not going to correct when in the heat of it which is probably the worst time to try and do it exactly. yeah and no one's going to do anything in the heat of it leading up to it you can probably get away with negotiating something mm. favorable now mm. and everyone's happy and you before and it's like it's pre-planning exactly right um, and you're ready for it exactly right we did it with our so we opened the the paint and sip studio last year like this time last year and the number one the first thing i said new clause has to be a covid clause and i'm so grateful we did that because obviously we spent so much time in lockdown last year uh, and we yep. had those provisions and those clauses in there to protect us. Um, Cause I knew that I think we'll probably a lot more confident now because everyone's double vaxxed and it's all, it's all happening. But last year I'm like, we'll probably have lockdowns, but I don't think anyone expected it to be that long. No one expected that. You know, a no. couple here and there. And now it's like by 15th of March, I think you have to be triple vaxxed to go into school. I, I saw and... that today. I saw that today yeah. pop up. It's like, but see, like all, travel might be yeah. triple vax. So, like, so now is the time. Don't wait till the 14th of March to say, hey, you know, like, oh, shit, half my team aren't the triple vax. What are we going to do? It's like, well, get on the forefront now. Like, make those, yeah. Forefront of everything. You know what the touch points, what the hurt points of your business are. You know, like you just said about your your new premises, you, you want a COVID cause in it. You, you're proactive about it. Not reactive absolutely, afterwards. and you got it in there. It probably helped a lot. And because we we did we signed the lease like this time last year. So this time last year there was no, it was everyone's like, oh, no COVID. COVID's gone, amazing, it's going to be great. Yep. So it was like, oh yeah, whatever clause you want, we'll sign off on it. And I was again yep. so happy that we um. And if you had requested that whilst we're <laughs> oh, no. you wouldn't have got away <laughs> in the middle of lockdowns. Like, hey, you know what? Uh, can we get a rent relief during lockdown? Right now, <laughs> um, <laughs> no chance. All right, cool. Moving forward into your sort of where you guys are going with MA Legal and and the visions that you have, is it growing? Is it staying the way it is, just really servicing, delivering more value, interstate, international? Like, where do you see it going for you? Several businesses happening at the same time. So, um, my at the start of the year, I set my certain goals in place. So, I've got several new businesses that I'll be working on. Um, this year, and with uh, MA Legal, there'll be some stuff announced first uh, of April. There'll be a soft launch of something for MA Legal on first of April, and the first of July will be a proper launch of something else with MA Legal. Uh, we'll be trying to revolutionise and uh, digitalise a lot of the processes love that. for law firms. Love that, love that, and give because it- no other firm I believe has gone to that four hundred percent digital. You can still have the normal service, but you can get a dig- completely digital service as well. Um, which is uh, hopefully will be revolutionary. Groundbreaking. I like it. I like it. We touched on earlier, and even before we went live, you were talking about like those goals every year you set for personal and in business and then career. And, and this year, obviously, you decided to do the bodybuilding competition you mentioned. Yeah. Why bodybuilding? I, I've done everything else. <laughs> I'm running out of stuff to do. So last year's personal goal was to have a professional boxing fight year before, uh, was to go around a motorcycle track, um, on a yeah, we'll go around a, a track on a motorcycle. So every year is like a something different. Um, and this year, oh, I think it was more of a dare. Someone said, "Ah, oh, bodybuilding is really difficult." I got you know a meathead friend <laughs> who's also a lawyer. He goes, "Oh, bodybuilding is really difficult." Um, and you know, you can do boxing. I'm not sure if you can do bodybuilding. It's like, well, my view on that is. Watch me. Uh, so <laughs> now you got even more drive year, and even more motivation. You said I couldn't do it. Now I'm definitely going to do it. Pretty much. So training seven days a week at the moment at a club called Cremorne Club, mm. awesome studio in Cremorne. Um, got a phenomenal trainer who's um, really helped me do my whole meals, everything for me at the moment. Oh, okay. So 
yeah. you'll crush it. You'll have tons Journey of fun. Journey has started. Yeah. October. The, you, know, you know what the fun part is, which I, I had I didn't even think about in the lead up, which I you maybe have thought about because you've got some good people around you, is the posing. I'm gonna go to the posing. Gotta to go to a posing coach. Um, you gotta do the whole. You gotta yeah. practice. Gotta have a routine. Have, have they spoken to you about that yet? Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, I'll be starting that mid year, so like three or four months. Totally, it's so much places. fun though. It's like yeah, they've got workshops. Happening yeah, all the time. As well. It's a it's a big yeah. thing, like because you lose points if you if you don't get the like the, the techniques right in, from a posing standpoint. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. That's what I didn't even yeah. think about it until I got there and I was like, I gotta do posing. I was like, shit. So now I was like every week, twice a week doing practice and then every night practicing at home. Like everyone was like, what are you doing, Jane? Like, why are you standing weirdly like that? And why are you dancing like that? I'm like, well, you'll see in a couple of months why I'm doing that. Um, but yeah, definitely keep it in mind. Definitely keep it in mind. Um, back to the business side of things. I've got a few more questions there because I want the listeners to be able to, because obviously you've, you've, you've definitely built a name in the industry. You're obviously doing something right. So you've, you've built a name. You're obviously working with some, quite large clients, like you mentioned. We represent everyone. We represent literally ASS-listed entities to small startups, oh. anything between. My view is, honestly, generally, I do what I do, not for the money. Law does pay well, but some of the other stuff I do, I've got a mortgage fund and other businesses as well. They pay actually better. Um, but law gives you a reward that nothing else does. Mm. You help people. You generally help True. people through a situation, mm. whether good or bad, and that is the most rewarding. And you're blessed enough to be entrusted with, with a journey, someone's journey or part of their journey. And, and that's why I do what I do. It generally is. Um, and I would never probably stop doing what I do. Um, a few of your past guests have actually clients of mine. Really? Um, so, yeah, a lot of you two that I know. Of, oh, there you go. See? Now. Um, like we said at the start, yeah. somehow everyone knows everyone, especially these days. Um, but I'm yeah, sure they had true. an incredible, incredible experience with you. And, and and anyone obviously listening right now that is starting up or you know midway through their journey of of business and has some, I think we always need. I think you, as a business owner, that should be part of your top five phone calls. Like everyone's got an accountant, but I don't think people think like I need like a, a lawyer that I have a relationship with. Like, do you see that as something happy, really important? I think the right. Advisor is really important. I've got an accounting degree as well, so I understand accounting <laughs> Both sides. quite well, and probably better than, unfortunately, some accountants <laughs> because tax accountants don't set up mm. the structures right at the start for capital. So the first thing you should do is why is setting up the business? What's your end goal? So then you can plan. So you know a lot of things that I talk to with my clients is what's your destination, mm. so I can get you there. So you know if you jump in your car. If you don't have a destination, go drive around in circles. Uh, if you have a destination, the, the more clear your destination is, you'll get there quicker. Mm. So sitting down with an advisor sometimes helps you guide you to, and to pinpoint what your destination is and what you can and can't get away with. And someone that's got broad skill set to know what you can and can't get away from a tax mm. point of view, legal, etc. Very true. And the experience of done it themselves. Very true. See multiple people do it themselves. Very it's, true. I think it's important. Um, Agreed. You know, and it doesn't have to cost you. I'm happy to offer any of your viewers, just mention your name, the initial consultation okay. for as long as it goes for, will be complimentary, no obligation, 100% confidential. Um, we can sit down and go, all right, watch it and go through that, what they need to do. And most of the stuff that people need to do, I feel like they can do themselves. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, no one should do any business in by themselves, in their own names, as sole traders. 100%. Closure. Then it gets sued. 
And but the, most people go, oh, I don't want to set up a company. I don't have the funds yet. I don't want to take money to set up a company. You jump on an ASIC website, asic.gov.au, look up a form 201, complete it, and you've got yourself a company. Totally. And that's a separate legal mm. entity mm. that you can't get sued in. Mm. It gives you a level of asset protection. Totally. You know, something as simple as that could really... For the sake of, see, what, 700, 800 bucks, your... 500. There you go. 400, yeah, I think actually it's just gone up to 512. Yeah, there you go. For if you do it straight online yourself and it's online yeah it's easy and no one knows those questions that it's like what's your full name <laughs> <laughs> I need, you, you need, a, you need, you need a lawyer to help you need an advisor to yeah it totally yeah, <laughs> be in business. yeah totally i like it but that's it like those little things there is the advice that you normally wouldn't get it's like oh no 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 if we're going to do it like you know let me take care of it and i'll do it properly for you it's like and they charge you you know seven eight thousand dollars totally or sometimes totally. for literally it takes five <laughs> minutes online which you can do yourself see again Um, so if you're listening or watching you're already getting a taste of why you know it's important to have not just advisors but i think like good advisors and it is hard to find advisors are there to care for you true and advise they're there to advise yeah yeah the advisors shouldn't be on hail you need to set up a company let me do it for totally. you when you can do it yourself. Totally. If you give the option to the client, the client still wants you to do it. Go ahead. No totally. Uh, but they're probably more inclined to say, hey, Rex, you just do it because, you know, because you've been upfront about it. It's like, I haven't got time to do it. You just take care of it. All good. It's not that I don't have time. It's why spend the extra money? Yeah, well, that's true. Especially for a startup business sometimes. Why spend the extra Well, three, four, like if it's 500 bucks in line and you're going to charge you 800, you know, 300 bucks in your pocket could be marketing, could be, could be anything. You know, um, your business cards, your anything. Some flyers, exactly right. I like it. Yeah, I like it. From from a last question around the business standpoint and legal, what do people need to know? What does a business owner, someone getting into business, really need to consider from a legal standpoint? From here on, understanding what COVID is, understanding what the next one, two, three, five, ten, fifteen years. I know we don't know what exactly is going to be happening then, but what can they be thinking about in structures, in getting through the day to day? From what you've seen, from what you work on, from who you work with, what do they really need to be? I need to get these eggs in a row. Tough question because every business is slightly mm. different. Um, mm. I would, it's, you know, broad things that sh- every business owner should cover. One is having the right structure in place so you don't get sued or if you sell, you're not paying way too much tax and you've got some form of asset protection. So, you know, whatever you've saved up or raised it can't be taken uh from a branding point of view you want to make sure you've got you know you're building your own brand protect it lodge a trademark jump on ipaustralia.gov.au it costs 250 dollars it's pretty straightforward process anyone could do it um trademark your brand make sure it's protected so no one else can steal it use it you know it belongs to you mm. um from a business valuation point of view you know, when we see business get valued all the time, businesses that are valued higher to create wealth, you need. So if you've got your own um, business, if you don't have the lease to those premises and any right to the branding, what's it worth? Mm, true. Uh, if you've got lease to the premises, you've got the right to the branding, and if you go further and have fixed contracts with people that they'll have mm. to, like certain suppliers have to use you or whatever the case may be, it's worth more. Um, simple example would be a distribution business. If you're importing something and distributing it, 
for example, uh, a wholesaler. If you've got exclusive rights to that product that you're importing, no one else can import it, that's worth a lot more totally. than you just import it. And sometimes asking that question and saying, I want exclusivity, people don't know what to do. They don't ask the question, they don't get it. Totally. Um, and you know, most of the time you will get it. You just got to ask it in the right way. If they say, no, okay, what do I need to do? Right. What sort of KPIs, minimum mm. purchases? And that adds value to your business. Because if you go to sell it, the buyer is going to come and go, okay, you've got a lease, you've got the protections, you've got this product I, you, no one else can do. Um, it's your product, you've got the exclusivity mm. to it. And that's just mm. pinpoint to one industry, one business, but every business has these kind of things that can work. Core foundations. Yeah. Really, yeah, they do. Uh, you know, personnel and people is so important mm. to any business and making sure you got restraints, enforceable restraints on your employees. I think it's really important because your employees are the face of your business most of the time. Depends on various businesses, but you know, service businesses yeah. and like. If they can go ahead and steal all your clients tomorrow <laughs> and take it, what's your business worth? Um, well, but, yeah, you know, that's, not, that's not a good, yeah. And when it comes to employment, you, you everyone says, oh, they're not enforceable. You can't enforce restraints. That's true. You can't. The court takes the view that, hey, you can't stop someone um, earning an income because if they can't work in their chosen profession, you know, um, they're going to go social welfare benefit. That's against public policy. But you can, force, you can put restraints to protect the employer. So not saying you can't be a lawyer for five years. That will never stay. Totally. But you can't contact my clients mm. for three years. You can be a lawyer. You can go set up next door. Just don't contact or do any work mm. with my clients or clients that you've had exposure to. That's a different type of restraint. Can you set a and time then, limit on something like that? Can you say, hey, don't contact my clients for 20 years or forever? It's got, nah, you can't do forever. Mm. It's got to be a reasonable restraint. You can't have cascading. So if forever is not enforceable, <laughs> 20 years. If 20 years is not enforceable for 15 years, yeah. like have a cascading totally. yeah. in there. Yeah. And most important, what most business owners don't do or they don't do properly, what I've seen a lot, is they don't have a damages provision, an agreed kind of damages provision where, you know, if you're my employee and you left and I've said, don't contact my customers, you go on here and contact my customers and I'll sue you, go to court, go before a judge, hey, Jamie's done the wrong thing. Just going to go, yeah, Jamie, you've done the wrong thing. Rex, what's the damage to your business? Oh, here's some experts and it becomes this, mess totally. to prove what it is yeah. but if we've gone ahead and for every customer you take you got to give me x dollars uh, i can say well mm, jamie's done the wrong thing and here's the damages mm, he agreed to pay me at the start correct if he makes my life so much easier and it's like less cost for sure. you as well to go through all that process and oh, less headaches well, yeah yeah and when when you when you as the mm. employee well, whoever your employee is leaving they look at that. Well, if they go to a lawyer, they're going to go, this is enforceable. Totally. Totally. I, I think totally. like that, going back to what we said earlier, like those provisions in the agreements, can they be added today to someone's a, a contract, like employment contract? Uh, yep. Anything, any agreement can be modified by agreement. Like if the other side agrees. Mm. Um, so it's not hard to get employers and explain to them why it's protection for the whole business. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if, you, yeah, and if, if someone's saying, no, I don't want to do that, it's going to start ringing alarm bells. Why? Correct. That's already answered your question as to why. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Last few questions for me, Rex. This has been great. I've written down heaps of 
stuff here, even just some good little, little takeaways for myself um, in what we do. Um, but I'm sure the people out there as well listening and watching. And, you know, firstly as well, thank you so much for, you know, giving that consult for free for anyone that listens uh, and oh, watches. No, no pressure. Honestly, I genuinely mean it when I say I want to help people. I agree. Uh, it's the most rewarding I thing. I like that. Um, and again, like, like, like you said, if you can help them at the start, when it really sometimes like if it's a startup, funds are tight, you know, knowledge may not be as expansive at the time. If you can really help them at that time in their most maybe vulnerable, so to say, I don't know if that's the right word, but they're really going to remember that. And they will most likely want to work with you and use you and refer you because you were there. And this is what, how we've grown. If you speak to, I'm not saying from an arrogant point of view, but you know some of my clients, speak to them about us. So I'm sure they're well, pretty confident of what we'll say. Positive things. Totally. They'll, they'll refer we have this relationship for life. 100%. It's not about a transaction. And it's not just at the start. It's even when they're looking to expand and totally. bring on partners or acquire totally. something to, you know, when is the right time to grow? Totally. Um, you know, when is the right time to take that next step? Um, there's a lot of, in any business, there's a lot of different things you can look at and it may not be the right time. Mm, mm, mm. This is why it's good to have the, the, the right people around you when it comes to advisors. Uh, in your team, one last couple few couple questions from me. Um, I wanted, and I, I picked up on it throughout our conversation just here, and even in, in our messages back and forth, like very, very appreciative, very you know grateful, very you know you just like yep, yeah, this works, this works. Happy to jump on. This time's good. Huge appreciation for me, like I said at the start again, for making the time oh, to do it. Uh, thank you. But what, where does that mindset come from? Like, how, how did you develop that? How do you maintain that? How do you, and again, what was the, the word, you, your, some of your mindset in one word was, was growing, growth. How do you develop and continue to grow? How do you daily look at ways to be better? Uh, I, I do look at ways to be better. Not about daily, but literally I do set myself goals and I look, revisit my goals on a very continuous basis. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to be, to have seen great people and like everyone, I feel like you can learn something mm. from everyone. Mm. Even yourself, I'm probably learning some mm. stuff from here mm. myself. So, you know, you can take something from everyone um, and implement it to your own life. Um, it's a journey. Absolutely. How, how do you though continue to still at the point where you've obviously achieved some a level of success, you're still growing business, you're still building businesses. Success. But what's the what's the definition of success? Well, in, in um, well, that's you know subjective to the individual. Whatever it means to the to yeah. the individual, you know, what, what does it mean to that one person getting into business or getting into life? You know, doing the bodybuilding comp, that's a success that, when you yeah, when you achieve it. My boxing was a success. Like if these achievements and these goals and these challenges help drive me, totally. help me, you know, get up and want to bounce out of bed yeah, because. Yeah. I never take the view that I've succeeded or I've got to mm. the position you are. What you drive or where you live or what's in your yeah, bank account totally. doesn't define success. Totally. It's what you give. Honestly, generally, it's what you give back mm. and what personal achievements you do. To me, means a lot more than how many zeros are in my bank totally. account or anyone's bank account. Um, I have more respect for the person who gets up and just has a a challenge or something they want to accomplish and they do and they make it happen and they get through it and they make it happen because yeah. we, we, we know it, like it's not easy to get through these challenging times so we, we you can respect someone who is yeah. trying and turning up and waking up and going to the exercise or, or reading or it's like 
you've got to respect that because we understand that you, how hard that actually is. Exactly. Exactly. I like it. Success is um, more what you give back. I reckon that might be the uh, the podcast title right there. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, 100%. You back, it's your sweat. Uh, what does The Rock have on his all his blood, sweat, and respect? Mm. He's uh, he's another one like Shaq, just everywhere and doing really well. He's everywhere. He's got Ari Emanuel, which is Ari Gold in real life, is his um, manager. Really? Maybe that's why he's everywhere. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Last question from me. Uh, what are your top three habits? Top three habits. Good one. Um, it varies every time. I mean, yeah, so it depends on what I've got in terms of my challenges at the moment. Um, last year was boxing was number one. Of course. I boxed twice a day. Wow. At the moment, I'm just training and eating a lot of <laughs> habits. And um, doing... Oh, I know it sounds cliche, but looking for ways to give back mm. is a, in terms of my teams, my clients, my, you know, looking for ways to help where I can. Uh, I think it's, it's honestly generally the most rewarding. Mm. Everything else, you know, isn't the same. Okay. Um, what about from a, from a, like, do you try and read every day or listen to a podcast or sort of educate daily? Do you, do you, are you said exercise? Most days is it? I exercise every day. Um, I don't unfortunately read. I read a lot for work, of course. So I don't read much for thing. I do a lot of time shifting. Is big with my with my time management because I've got various business interests and the like. And I've got a daughter. I'm a single dad. Uh, her mum and I are great. She's a great mum as well. Just we're not together. So I have to pick her up from school two days a week, and I've got her a day to winning. So Beautiful. you know when you operate a few businesses and you got to go leave at family time too. School. Yeah. 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 And I think it's important to, that's valuable. Mm. And if you don't have it in your diary, you won't do totally. it. Um, if it's in your diary, you know, you got to do happen. it and you don't make, um, you don't schedule anyone else around that time to be able to go do that. And, you know, people go, Oh, how do you leave your, your office to go pick up your daughter twice a day? Well, you do because you just make up the time. One hundred percent. She goes to bed early, or whatever the case may be, and just make up totally. the time. It's time shifting. Totally. Instead of saying it's at work and then getting home when she's asleep or whatever mm, the case may be, mm. take I I think value shifting and that time shifting is so like important that. in any, especially parents' life. That you know your kids are only young once. You're gonna regret not doing. Isn't that like the, the most common thing you hear from every parent? It's like I wish I spent more time with my kids. When they were, you know, like, isn't that like the most common thing? They do, uh, and and they don't do anything to change totally. that. Though. And I feel like time shifting, especially in a, in a post COVID world, mm. when you know you can do stuff totally. outside the mm. office. Um, and if I can do whatever I do and still manage to do mm. it, anyone I'm sure can. A lot of people can. Anyone can. Um, I like yeah. that. So I like that time. It's shifting. just time shifting. And it's about getting Putting your values your right. Yeah, it's about getting your values in alignment as well, and understand like the time with my daughter is priority on the tuesday thursday whatever it is that yeah, happens it is. It's actually, it's tuesday, oh, there thursday, you go yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> well on the tuesday that that's that's happening and then yeah i'll stay up a bit later and i think again that's one of the other when it comes to security is working for yourself you have the flexibility to do that if you have a job and implement that with some of my staff so my teams have that mm. flexibility now as well mm. um and i think if if anyone goes to their boss with a plan saying look two days a week 
I want to go pick up my child. I'll make up the time afterwards. I promise you I will. I'll give you time sheets. Whatever the case, yeah. I'll log in. I'll show you what I've done yeah. those after hours. I, I didn't just blow to the day. Most employers will accommodate mm. that. If they don't, it's an employee's market. Find a new job. <laughs> Straight out. If they don't accept it, just find a new job. I like it. I like it's it. It's more important. True. Because if you, if you lose your job tomorrow, they'll replace you. 100%. And if you lose um, your job tomorrow, the day after, you can probably start somewhere else. Like you said, there's, yeah, you know, exactly. there's, there's opportunities everywhere. Um, Rex, this has been great. I really appreciate the insight, even just outside of the legal side of things as well, just into the, yeah, like how you operate. And I guess, like you said, dealing with so many business owners and then being one yourself and across multiple different industries, understanding it so well. I think there's some really, I didn't know that you had the accounting background as well. So it definitely yeah. does tie it in um really well for i guess like i said you even mentioned there anyone that's listening and or and or watching uh i would definitely recommend sitting down and having that complimentary no obligation even if you set up like i think it's a great conversation to have it's like cool well you're set up amazing like how do we make this better when do when do we take that next step or how can we fix those little things to prepare yourself for that next COVID? Mm, yeah um, and, and touch wood, you know, hopefully we don't ever us. touch would have a COVID like in our lifetime no, never. <laughs> you know hopefully I mean? not. ever again um, but I really appreciate your time Rex thank you so much Absolutely. Um, one you. last thing where do people find you social media where is it what uh, website underscore Afrasiabi underscore lawyer I think my social <laughs> I think it is <laughs> I think I'm not even sure I'll, I'll um, put it in the show notes I'll make sure it's there for everyone uh, thank you uh, and website malegal malegal.com.au easy I'm the A MA legal. Got it. Got it. I like it. Rex, I really appreciate it. I look forward to catching up soon. All the best with everything coming out in the future as well. Thank you. And um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your afternoon and everyone out there. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.